Welcome, everybody, to Books with Cooks, a podcast for bookies and foodies. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. And we're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. And I love to cook. And I cook to survive. We'll be reviewing, analyzing, sometimes overanalyzing, and discussing the books we're currently reading, as well as new and old recipes from our kitchen to yours. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, and husbands. So enjoy that bonus material. Now let's get booking and have a tasty chat. Listeners, stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus categories content. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So before we get into our episode today, what are we snacking on? You got anything good? Snacks. (laughs) Snack attack. (laughs) So I am having a Red Bull, a sugar-free Red Bull again. I am not snacking on anything because I just had dinner, but I did have ravioli and it was Mm, good. Very nice. Okay. I I am not snacking on anything. I haven't eaten yet, actually, but I do have my coffee, which is my usual, the caramel coffee with the oat milk and some cayenne pepper. Very good. It will always be try that. You really should. It's amazing. So before we get into uh, our word of the day, I just wanted to let you guys know about the potential woes of uh, (laughs) lugging home groceries. So (laughs) I had a little incident two days ago where I was shopping at Costco and I was taking everything out of the car and putting it on my porch. And I was carrying over giant cans of tomatoes uh, that I like to put into my sauce. And one of them rolled off of the stoop. Yes, I'm from New York, a stoop rolled off the porch (laughs) and went directly on my toe. It hurt like a mother. So (laughs) there's a bandaid on it. It's still throbbing a little bit. So just be careful out there. You know, that's the moral. You know, when you're getting stuff that might be bulkier and larger, uh, be mindful of that. And please don't drop them on your feet. Thanks. Death by sauce. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I almost became the sauce, not the tomatoes. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) All right. So now this brings us to our rapid fire round game where we have two minutes on the clock for me and Alex to shout out as many responses as we can come up with, as as many as we can muster for the question of the day. And I will say the question of the day as soon as I'm about to start our timer. And then I will tell us to just, you know, go. So (laughs) today's topic is 90s movies. Go. Okay. Beauty and the Beast. Little Mermaid. Aladdin. Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, Jumanji. Oh, Jumanji. What year is it? What year is it? Uh, <laughs> the Brave Little Toaster. Okay. Hook. Uh, I don't think I know any more 90s movies. I have no idea. God, there's um, so many. Cinderella. Why can I only think of, of Disney movies? I, apparently. <laughs> Let's see. Good Morning Vietnam. I want to say Terminator Judgment Day was in the 90s. Yes. Yeah. Which one did you just say? Good Morning Vietnam. I don't know if that's the name of the movie. Good Morning Vietnam. The one with Robin Williams. Um, Uh, Apocalypse Now. Was that 90s? I don't know. I'm not sure. Wow. I can't think of I've tried it. Freaky Friday. Was that in the early 2000s? Yeah. I think that was the 2000s. Parent Trap. 
Okay. Yeah, that was probably the 90s. Um, uh, every movie with um, Hocus Pocus. Olsen twins. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Olsen twins. Um, Hocus Pocus. Is American Beauty, I think, was 99. Uh, yeah, I believe you're right with that. Oh, Now and Then. I said that. Oh, you did? Oh. Literally the first thing I said. Oh, sorry. We love that movie, by the way. I do love that movie so much. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, first Wives Club. Oh, I love that movie too. Love yeah, that's a good too. one. Hmm. Uh, ladies, don't get mad. Get everything. All right. Um, <laughs> flipper. You would say. Oh, flipper. and uh, Free Willy. I loved. Free I love that movie. Uh, every Adam Sandler movie, like Billy Madison and Times Up. So Homeward Bound. Oh, okay. Oh, you got Homeward Bound in there. Okay. All right. So All right. once again, we prove that uh, under pressure. Under pressure. Uh, we know no movies, so I don't think we did that. I'm just glad I thought of anything before we started. I was like, I don't know anything. Um. Uh, I'm sure we forgot every single one of our favorites, so yeah, we'll think of them later. I'll yeah. text you later and be like, we forgot this, <laughs> but we remembered Free Willy. I loved it. Free Willy was awesome. No, you know what I kept thinking of because I was trying to think of Adam Sandler movies. Fifty First mm-hmm. Dates is one of my favorites. Yeah. That's and not that was, I think, beginning of 2000s. Yeah. yeah. So all the all the beginning of 2000s probably has the best. Yeah. The best movies. So yeah, we'll have to save that category for another day. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to our questions for today. This one is kind of related to our book of the month, Happy Place, and also a little bit of our current read, which is Fourth Wing. So what do you think friendship means? What do you think a healthy friendship should look like? And when do you think is a good time to move on from a friendship that is one-sided? So friendship obviously means that it has to be a friendship. It can't just be one-sided. It can't just be somebody doing 100% and the other person doing nothing. Uh, It has to be, you know, a happy cycle. Um, So, you know, obviously if you're a good friend to someone and they're not a good friend to you, that would be a time to move on. Of course, there has to be communication as we learned from the Happy Place novel. There has to be, you know, trust, obviously. Um, And there has to be, if a healthy friendship would look like, you know, you can trust me with whatever you need to say. I'll, I'll die with your secrets. I would never backstab you. If you have things to tell me, I would never go against you and tell someone else. You know what I mean? Like it just has to be friendship. Okay. <laughs> yeah otherwise yeah if if like you're you're sitting there and reaching out to somebody all the time this is my tip um and they're never reaching back out or they're never the first person to reach out and it's always you reaching out sorry sabrina from happy place um but it's time to cut those people loose because you know it shouldn't always be one-sided and yeah that's that you start to realize you could weed out people later on in life yeah as you get older friends Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, friendship, like you said, it's about good communication, trust, honesty, you know, supporting one another and being able to have open and honest communication and sometimes challenging each other, working through the good times and the bad, bad times, just like any relationship, you know, there might be roadblocks or some hurdles that you have to get through. But if you can confront those issues and continue to work through them with each other, especially as you evolve, as everybody gets older, then I think that that's the mark of a good friendship. And I agree if if it seems one-sided, 
I think maybe before you cut them loose, just try to reach out, say, hey, you seem really reserved lately. You know, is everything okay? Is there anything going on with you? See if maybe, you know, maybe they're depressed or something and they're isolating. But if it just seems as though it's just that there's no effort being put in and there's no real good reason for it, then it's time to just, if you're putting in more effort than the other person consistently for no good reason, then it's time to to cut that person loose. Or if you realize that that person's just not adding anything of value to your life, or maybe they're adding something negative. So if they're not really bringing any positives to your life, but then every time you see them, you know, they're really dragging you down or something, then maybe that might be a time as well to consider letting the friendship go. Also, I think there might be a those, lack of respect there. Yeah, those type of people that are always jealous or, you know, or the type of people that always try to bring you down when you're happy, you know, misery loves company. Of course, if it's a good friend, then you want to make sure that person, you can try to make them happy. But if you can't, and that person just keeps bringing you down, it might be time to, you know, go separate ways as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely just mutual respect in a friendship is important as well. So as we learned in Happy Place, uh, the friends like to do this tradition where they go to the grocery store, apparently, and play games. Uh, So (laughs) what is the craziest thing that you've ever done, Alex, at the grocery store? I don't don't think I've ever done anything crazy (laughs) at the grocery store. I actually hate going to the grocery store. It's I just I try to avoid it at all costs. Yeah. So I just try to get in and out as quickly as possible. So she said. So I don't know if I've ever really done anything crazy there. I mean, not as an adult. When I was younger, though, uh, I thought it was so cool. I don't know how I would think this literally, literally cool because I used to, you know, go inside the freezers. I don't know if anyone else did this. But in Costco specifically, the freezers are huge. <laughs> um, and if you went in one, you could go right straight through to the back and, and end up on the other aisle through the other freezer. Uh, <laughs> apparently, that was a big deal when I was a child. So I'm not saying I recommend this to you as an adult. Please don't do this. Uh, and I don't recommend this for your children either because freezers will freeze you. So, <laughs> but I guess that's that's the craziest thing I've ever done. Otherwise, uh, I literally like to order online and pick it up. (laughs) As an adult, that's the craziest thing uh, I've ever done in the grocery store. All right. Okay. It's time for the word of the day. Remember, we encourage our listeners to use these words in your daily conversations and with us on our socials. Stay tuned at the end of the episode when we give out our sassy spatula award to whoever correctly used the word in conversation during the previous episode. Each word of the day will come from the Word of the Day Vocabulary Workbook by Franny the Pucks, Francine Puckley. Follow the link in bio to get a copy for yourself. Now, without further ado, today's Word of the Day is... Brouhaha, spelled B-R-O-U-H-A-H-A, pronounced brouhaha. It is a noun that is defined as an event that involves or invokes excitement, turmoil, or conflict. Jess, let's come up with some examples to help us remember. Can you think of an example or two? First of all, I, I love this word. It's just fun. <laughs> it's such a fun word. Brouhaha. Um, how about I'm having a real brouhaha with today's game in this episode? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. I was going to do one about the podcast, too. I was going to say uh, our recording today and in the previous episode was a real brouhaha. (laughs) Uh, How about in fourth wing? There's a lot of brouhaha happening. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was going to say as the cadets and everyone is preparing to enter their quadrant, it's a real brouhaha. There's excitement, there's turmoil, there's conflict. It's the perfect word. (laughs) Happy place in itself is a novel filled with brouhaha. Yes. (laughs) The whole novel itself is one of a brouhaha. That's a great word. Yeah, no, that's a good one. All right. So before we give you the make it stick activity, here's some trivia about the word brouhaha. A brouhaha is marked by a confused state and much fuss and may include loud noises coming from different directions. Often in hindsight, the fuss was pointless or irrational. Families might make a brouhaha about holiday celebrations. Fans might become overly excited about spotting a celebrity walking down the street and a bench clearing fight or a Donnybrook at a baseball game might be triggered by a simple misunderstanding. So be careful. Watch out out there. Don't start an old brouhaha. (laughs) Or do. Whatever. (laughs) So today's Make It Stick activity will also be posted on our socials for you to engage with. And how about today you describe in a few sentences a chaotic scene using a brouhaha. What causes the brouhaha and what are some of the people in it doing? Have fun. We hope to see your responses on our socials. And so this way we can engage with you. So now it brings us to a segment that we like to do on our Thursday potty episodes called the speech series. We like to help enhance our own speech as well as give some tips to you guys to enhance your own. The speech series comes from a book called The Well-Spoken Thesaurus by Tom Healer. And it's the most powerful ways to say everyday words and phrases. Today's phrase is, instead of saying, I'm having a brain freeze, you would say, allow me to collect my thoughts. So instead where you're thinking and somebody have a, an engaging in a conversation with you says something and you're like, oh, uh, I can't think uh, I'm having a brain freeze. Instead, you could say something like, allow me to collect my thoughts before you respond. And it'll come off just a little cleaner than I'm having a brain freeze. <laughs> okay, very nice. <laughs> You know, we want to have fun with this podcast, especially on these Thursday episodes. So we're going to incorporate some fun games. And in the future, we hope that our listeners will get involved too. Today's game, we're actually going to play our version of categories. We came up with some categories and we'll have an app that selects a letter for us. It'll automatically generate one. And then each of us will have a little shout out response for each category, which we will announce for you every time. And that will give us something that we have to start with each letter. So let's get started. But before we do, Alex, what's your team color and name? I am the Blue Cobras and I'm the team captain of the the Blue Cobras. (laughs) Going down, Cobras, going down. (laughs) I'm going to be the Pink Panthers. And this is actually inspired by a show that we used to watch when we were kids. Uh, what was it called? Something Hidden Temple? Legends of the Hidden Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Mm-hmm. That show was awesome. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's probably because you're too young to understand. <laughs> but we encourage you to look into it because it's a fun show. It was at least. It was yeah, like it was obstacle forces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to watch. That American Ninja Warrior, but for kids. Did you ever yeah. watch that show? Yes. This was yeah. the original. Okay. And much more fun. <laughs> much more fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> The people that used to pop out and like grab you and then you had to like you were disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. All right. So just to give you uh, a heads up before we begin, uh, we do have 10 categories, five of which will be related to books and five of which will be related to cooking. Of course, Uh, we have book genres, 
male main characters, authors, book titles, female main characters, ethnic foods, food truck foods, cooking tools, appliances, and breakfast cereals, as opposed to any other type of cereals. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the first letter, and I'm going to roll it right in front of you, Alex, so you know. You ready? Yep. We got three seconds to shout them out. Letter T. T. Book genres. Go. Oh, no. Book book genre with a T? I don't know. Pass for me. Uh, We'll come back to it. Male main character with a T. Tynan. Tiny Tim. (laughs) Two points. (laughs) Authors with a T. Um, Oh, my God. I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm doing so bad. Is Terrence Knight a person? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like you're just making up names. Book titles. Titles. The Night Circus. The Midnight Library. (laughs) Female Um, main character. Female main characters with a T. Teresa. There's definitely some book somewhere where there's a Teresa. (laughs) I don't know. No, Tyron. Tyron. Isn't there a Tyron in this book, fourth way? No. There's a Tyra. There's a Tynan, but he's a male. Oh, Tynan. Yes. Oh, damn it. You're right. I, I said him for the male main character. Damn it. You know, they're not even main characters, so we both failed anyway. I was going to be like Tyrion. Characters. Tyrion. That's also oh, a male character. Tyrion's a really so, good one. Yeah. But not for females. No. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> All right. Ethnic think- foods. Tacos. Mm, that's a good one. Tikka masala. What? It's, in, it's Indian. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Food truck foods, uh-huh. tacos, <laughs> um, taco salad. Yeah, I don't know. Meh, meh. meh. Cooking tools, tonsils. Damn it. <laughs> uh, tray that you carry oh, shit on. Okay. Appliances. Mm. Thermometer. Oh, okay. That's not an appliance. I know it's more of a t- <laughs> cooking tool. <laughs> the refrigerator. Toaster. Toaster. Oh, yeah, toaster's good. <laughs> uh, breakfast, breakfast cereals. cereals. Tectonic um, teas. I have no idea. I don't what? even know. <laughs> I'm just making stuff up. Who? I, I don't um, know any cereals. I just keep thinking Tony the Tiger, and that's not even the freaking cereal. No. All right, well, fail. <laughs> oh, my God. Next letter. P. P. Ugh. Book genres. Um, the stash Psychological people. thriller. Oh, what did you say? Psychological. Did you say pistachio people? Yeah. <laughs> um. How about um parodies? That is a parody. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um. All right. Male main character. Philip. Hmm. Pan. Peter Pan. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Um, I couldn't think of Peter. I was like, Pan. I don't know know why I couldn't think of it. That's sad. All right. Authors. Penelope Crawford, I think is her last name. People Magazine. (laughs) Pirates. I love that author. Yeah, right. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Book titles. Penelope. Book titles. Pretty girls. Peter Pan. Pretty girls. Peter is good. Pan too. <laughs> Female main characters. Pippi Longstocking. Oh, good. <laughs> I can't think at all. 
Penny from uh, something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, ethnic foods. Uh, Philip, Philippine, Philippines. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's a, a thing. Um, but- I'm gonna say I'm gonna say faux pizza is yeah Italian, Italian American. Um, okay, food truck foods, pretzels. Oh, that's a good one. That's the only one I got. I Popcorn. Popcorn's good. Cooking, Cooking tools. tools. A pot or a pan. Peeler. Pots and pans good. is good. Yeah. Um, Appliance. Appliances. Um, a pencil sharpener. <laughs> don't need it uh uh, let's see oh no that's not an appliance i was gonna say pizza stone (laughs) pizza maker i don't know there's a pizza oven yeah i guess fine all right breakfast cereals um i have no idea butter puffs oh that was a really good one i have no idea yeah, that that's because my son lives on peanut butter puffs. Yeah. <laughs> the organic ones are super good. Mm-hmm. All right, last roll. Bar. Bar. Bar, are you going to the bowl later? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, Romance for book genres. Yes, obviously. Real estate fiction. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so boring. <laughs> yeah. Look at this house. Look at this house. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was going to say romance. You suck. Male, <laughs> male main character, Romeo. Resand. Authors. I love how I'm always in Shakespeare. I know. <laughs> Authors. Hmm. Robert Frost. He's my favorite poet. <laughs> Not today, apparently. <laughs> uh, Rachel McAdams. <laughs> okay. No. She's, she, I know. She's <laughs> Uh, you want to know what I'm really thinking? Rainbow bright. Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's really weird. <laughs> Actually, there is an author, Rainbow uh, Roel, I think is the last name. Something Good. like that. And then there I will go. thief that and have two boys. <laughs> oh, All right. Book titles. Mm. Remember the Titans. Reminders of him. Yes. Oh, your girl. Was Remember the Titans... Don't question it. it don't <laughs> All right, <question> whatever, <laughs> fine. Uh, female main characters, Rhiannon. Rapunzel, good. Rapunzel's good. Okay, ethnic foods. Hmm. Ramen. Ah, you son of a bitch. I was going to say ramen. Um, Romania lettuce, just kidding. <laughs> From Romania. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I can't think, so. All right. Rice food truck food. Oh, okay. Food truck foods. Rice bowls. Okay. <laughs> Mm, I don't know. I keep thinking of chicken nuggets and I just keep thinking ruggets and I don't know why. So let's just move on. Rice. Rice on a food truck. I guess. I don't know. All right. Cooking Cooking tools. tools. We are horrendous. Yeah. I have no idea. Appliances. Appliances. (laughs) A rice cooker. Okay. I'm really stuck on rice over here. I can't think of anything. I was going to say a refrigerator. Um. (laughs) A refrigerator is great. A refrigerator is an appliance. <laughs> no, I said refrigerator. <laughs> I can't. There's something like wrong that's really good. Refrigerator. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if I could speak correctly. A refrigerator. Um, <laughs> oh, you know the refrigerator. Oh, let me go. Let me go. Oh, thanks for the milk and the eggs. Let me put them on my refrigerator. 
Uh, breakfast, breakfast cereals. cereals. Oh, Reese's peanut butter puffs. Yeah, that's a cereal. Yeah, I have no idea. I will gladly fold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we should do one more. All right, let's do one more. All right, roll again. You fine. Okay. Book genre with a U. I have no idea. <laughs> Uncle Festas. <laughs> I keep thinking unfiction. Uh, unfiction is what I was thinking too. That's funny. Male uh, character, Ulysses. Ulysses. Well, was the Adams family a book? Because then Uncle Fester. I don't know. I don't I have no idea if it was a book. Well, there's definitely an uncle in a book somewhere. So okay. that guy. <laughs> Author Ursula de uh, Le Guin. Okay. Um, I don't know. Book titles under the yeah, never um, sky umbrella academy nice female main characters ursula mm. <laughs> ursula female main character i don't know eunice the great eunice is spelled with an e <laughs> no eunice is with you it's eu usually that's enus no that's eunice Enid. ethnic Fine. foods ugandan food i don't know okay um, that's good food truck foods ugandan Under- food <laughs> undercooked pasta Ew. <laughs> Uncooked pasta. Underwhelming pasta. Yeah, ew. <laughs> On a food truck. Mm. Cooking, Cooking tools. tools. An umbrella. No, I do not cook. Well, I couldn't find my, you know, my you, uh, spatula. You know, so you know who does cook with an umbrella? Hagrid. Okay. All right. Appliances. Literally mm. nothing. I have not no idea. Breakfast cereal. Under the fridge. Um. um Ums. Oh, those ums are so um. <laughs> those ums are yums. <laughs> Unicorn flakes. Mm. Okay. Do you want to do one more with a different letter? Yeah, because we no? failed miserably. Yeah, that was a terrible letter. <laughs> <laughs> All of them apparently are terrible. We just suck. All right. We've had experiences, no excuses. Mm. Oh. oh, I hate the vowels. Yeah. Okay. Book genre with L. <laughs> Obscure fiction. Hmm. Okay. Uh, can we just change the letter? It's yeah. <laughs> yes. Please. <laughs> Roll again. M. M. Okay. Book genres. God damn it. <laughs> now my brain is just fried. <laughs> Marvel. Is a whole I don't even book genre. know. I'm like, what even is a book genre now? Mystery. Oh, mystery's good. Damn it. All right. Male character, Mr. Darcy. Hmm. Okay. Marks. From tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Good. Uh, authors. <laughs> Michael Moore. Is he is he's an author? He is an author. <laughs> oh, <technically. boy. laughs> How about Michael? Michael Michaels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> please don't fact check us. <laughs> All um, right. Book titles. Meet me, me. Well, when we were mermaids, but. That's what a W then. I know I keep thinking of ones, but they don't start. The first word isn't with an M. Yeah, because the Midnight Library is technically what it's he. Made. The Maid. Oh, made in Manhattan. That's a movie. Mm. I don't know. I can't think of one right now. Um, oh, no, actually, I lied. Midnight Crown. <laughs> Good. All right. Female main characters. Um, Mary. There's a Mary in every 1800 book. Okay. Manon. <laughs> Okay. Ethnic foods. Ethnic foods. Macaroni. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All 
I don't know. I can't think. Meatballs. All right. I can't. I, I don't find meatballs. Uh, food truck foods. <laughs> meatballs. Macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meatball sandwich. Let's talk okay. about that. All right. Um, cooking tool. A masher. A mallet. <laughs> well, Actually, yes. Yeah. yeah hit me There's a food it. mallet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Appliances. Appliances. A mishwasher. Yeah. Um, a microwave. Oven. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm oven. Um, <laughs> mishwasher. <laughs> You're like, come on, give us a date. Uh, I keep looking into my kitchen and the only appliance I can see is the dishwasher. So that's, oh, why that's cheating. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> Disqualified. Um, <laughs> breakfast cereals. Monster mash. <laughs> You're a monster mash. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mirios. Um, <laughs> Mosted makes. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right, I'm done with this game. Yes, I hate this game. My, my I hate is fried. You guys suck. Okay, everyone. So as you all know, we recently read Happy Place by Emily Henry. And once again, we want to take a look at the reviews and pick out our favorite good and bad reviews. In case anyone's on the fence about reading it, maybe it'll push you over the edge one way or the other. And remember that you can find our full book reviews on Goodreads. Happy Place currently has an overall rating of 4.12 out of 5 on Goodreads with the publication date of 425.23. So it's a pretty new book. All right, let's start with the bad ones. Once again, Jess and I ended up pulling quotes from the same bad review. So they're the, amazing. Yeah. The one that I pulled out uh, was this was a one star review. She said, I felt like a fucking third wheel or perhaps <laughs> like I was in the middle of a friend group, which I wasn't a part of. And it made me feel uncomfortable. I felt like that in the past in many friend groups, and it feels awful. And if EH's point was to make me feel like I belonged with them, well, it didn't work out. They didn't even feel like best friends because there was a lot of tension and they were keeping secrets from each other. Yes, I know this last thing happens a lot in real life. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that sounds like a you thing, lady. No. <laughs> no. I actually pulled from the same review. Uh, this was a one-star review. And just to give a credit, it was A-L-E. I don't know if that's Ale or Ale, but I'm going to just pull a couple of um, quotes from her. She says, buckle up, bitches, because I have some things to say. And then she said, I feel like a fucking third wheel. Same thing. She said, Wynn had no personality. Make some goddamn moves to get her back and love her properly. I hate miscommunication, but she never says shit. Talking about Harriet. <laughs> like, are you going to tell me after a long ass relationship of eight years, neither of you can communicate things? I mean, I get that. Yeah. And then finally, <laughs> this is the best part, in my opinion. My last straw was pottery. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I feel that one. I feel that one too. <laughs> like seriously, in my core, when I read that, I was like, girl, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. All right. So now on to the good reviews. Again, I think we both pulled from the same one again. This one was a very short five-star review. The person said, Emily Henry wrote this for the right where you left me, champagne problems, the Archer girlies, parentheses me, and she will be receiving my therapy bill. So all you Swifties out there know what she's talking about. <laughs> 
Speaking of Swifties, I did have a backup review because we seem to keep always pulling the same ones. I know. Um, so this, this one was actually a four star review, but she wrote in there or uh, I didn't write down who wrote it, but um, the person did give it a 4.25 and said, Alexa, play Maroon by Taylor Swift. <laughs> Can't believe Emily Henry had the audacity to write this book about me. Um, <laughs> she said, Miss Emily reached inside my brain and took out parts of my life to write this book. It's uncanny. Did I finish this book or did this book finish me? Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I know. All right. So there you have it. There's the good and the bad. So you decide if this is a book you want to read. And now that we've heard what everyone else had to say, this is what we would put onto the back flap of Happy Place. <laughs> so the first one we have is who needs communication when you have pottery? Read Happy Place. Jess and Alex. <laughs> None of them can communicate. Good thing they're selling the main house. Jess and Alex. <laughs> Even broken up. Harry wants to touch Wynn's happy place. Read the novel to watch her try. Jess and <laughs> Alex. <laughs> and Sabrina says, put happy place on your itinerary. 2 p.m. on Tuesday or else she'll be upset. But hey, you'll never know. Jess and Alex. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but for real. Go read it. <laughs> All right, everyone. So let's talk some more about Fourth Wing because we can't stop. <laughs> and we can't stop. Yeah. So let's try to figure out how far we would make it into this writer's quadrant. What are first of all, Jess, what are you taking in your pack? If you can only take one book, what would it be? And what other items would you take? All right. So if I'm allowed to bring weapons, I guess throwing daggers too would probably be fun. Uh, I'm more of like a samurai sword type of chick, but I don't know if I'm allowed to bring those in my pack. <laughs> Plus, you got to pack light. So I'm definitely bringing clothes, obviously. Mm -hmm. I have to bring my headphones and I have to bring my phone, if that's allowed, and my Kindle. <laughs> okay. Right? I thought you could only uh, take one book. I think we I have to stick to the rules of oh, Fourth Wing. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. So if I can only bring one book, it would have to be something that's super relevant, you know, that's going to help me like it does for Violet when she takes the potion book. Mm -hmm. I, I probably would pick a, take a potion book, too, because, you know, I'm pretty short and uh, those people are going to kick my ass. So <laughs> we'd probably have to poison them, too. Okay. <laughs> so that would probably be the book I would bring. Yeah, I would try to take as many weapons as possible and maybe some like sneaky weapons, maybe like throwing stars or something small that I could just carry on me at all times. And maybe some type of armor or like shield, something like a small shield. Yeah, but know. why wouldn't you wear the armor? Yeah, well, I would. It would be included in like the things that I take over to the writer's quadrant with me. If I can only take one book. One I, book? I don't even know. Like maybe some type of book on potions. But to be honest... I don't think I'd make it very far. So I'd probably just take like a book that I can enjoy reading, maybe Pride and Prejudice or something. Be like, oh, if I'm going to go down, I, I'll go down with Pride and Prejudice. Pull that book out while you're dying. You're like, I'm bleeding. Give me Jane Austen. Quick. <laughs> maybe I'll just wear it like over my heart or something, like under my armor. And that way, if somebody tries to stab oh, me, I'll be like, you can't get to me because Mr. Darcy stood in the way of my heart, bitch. <laughs> How dare you stab me in my Witherby, Mr. Witherby. <laughs> Witherby. All right, I'm done. All right. <laughs> All right. So book, do you make it across the parapet or do you meet an untimely death? I totally meet an untimely death here. <laughs> 
because like I said, if I see something and I'm like, oh, I better not trip over that, I will trip over that. So I'm going to end up looking down. I'm going to end up hugging the parapet. And if it's raining, it's going to be slippery. I'm gone. Yeah. So maybe actually in my pack, I would bring a, a parachute. Oh, that's a good idea. So this way, when I definitely inevitably fall, um, I can parachute my way to safety. That's a really good idea. I like that a lot. That's super smart. I also would, I know 100% would not make it across the parapet, would definitely meet an untimely death. I would have a panic attack. I, I straight up, it would take me probably, if I did make it across, it would probably take me like 12 hours, maybe. Side bonus question. Would you try to make it across the parapet in roller skates? No. <laughs> Why? You could just slide right across. No, I wouldn't. I would. First of all, it's not a smooth surface. So it would be really, you would literally get on, fall forward, smash your head, and then just roll off the side. <laughs> but it helps with the parachute on the way down. Because when you fall, you could just slide around. I don't know. <laughs> you fall into it. There's a river underneath. Never mind. <laughs> it oh, sounds like a good idea at the time. It does in theory. If it was a flat surface, maybe it would be good because you, yeah, you just slide right across. Maybe you just use the parachute to glide across. Like, oh, is that what you were saying? Or did you mean after you fell? Yeah, after you fell, this way you can just oh. glide. But if you're going in the water, it's irrelevant. It actually probably would be helpful to use the parachute on the parapet with the. <laughs> With the roller skates and just let the wind pull you across. I don't know if that's illegal or not. We'd have to check the rules. <laughs> it's definitely illegal. They'd probably be like, what is this contraption on your foot? <laughs> what is that thing? Uh, I don't know. Well, all right. So let's say you do make it across the parapet. Okay. All right. For the mat training fights, mm-hmm. choose your opponent. Okay. Choose your fighter. Who would you fight on the mat? And would you win? Or would you meet an untimely death? Okay. I would not win in any type of fight. I wouldn't even know who to choose. I would lose against every single one. I would lose against Violet, who is considered the weakest fighter of them all. So I would probably choose Violet. Maybe she, she probably wouldn't try to kill me. So I would choose Violet, but I still think she would win. I would choose somebody who's injured. <laughs> I'm, I guess I would have a, more of a fighting chance if somebody was hurt already. Okay. Or maybe somebody who's blind because then they can't see me throwing things at them, but I'm pretty sure they would have fell at the parapet already. Yeah. I don't think they're making it to anybody who's blind, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They'd still, I think they'd still beat you. They'd probably be like Arya when she loses her sight in Game of Thrones and then she trains. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right. Probably not, but I'm probably not making it to be honest Mm. to the next, the next level. I probably wouldn't make it to that level. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's say you are there. You've made it. Who are you choosing to train you so that you do not meet an untimely death? Uh, Who would who would train me? Um, I think, you know, who I would pick to train me. Yeah. Okay, I'm picking Zayden. Mm -hmm. And that's because, you know, he's the strongest fighter or he's at least depicted to be so. So I'd like to learn from him. He's fearless. He seems to be the strongest fighter. Yeah. Okay. I think I would choose Garrick because he is also a very strong fighter, but there would be no sexual tension that would distract us. And then, you know, result in my untimely death. So (laughs) also thank, thank you for letting me have Zayden. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that does bring us to our next question, which is how would you do in the classes? Will you meet an untimely death as a smarty pants or a (laughs) dum-dum? 
So, uh, all right. I, I would hope that I would be a smarty pants and not a dum-dum. Yeah. Um, how would I do in classes? I, I would do well with the book smart end of it. So I would definitely study and I would try and, you know, get the knowledge down. But as far as the physical stuff goes, I would probably do terribly. Yeah. Um, I just know I would. I, I don't want to be labeled as a dum-dum. <laughs> But well, I think yeah. this is more the academic side of things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would try my best. I would give it my all. Yeah. <laughs> Put it that way. I think so, I would do well I mean, in the classes. I think that plays to my strengths more than fighting on a mat. <laughs> same. Yeah. We're we're good with the uh with the mental stuff. We're not yeah. so good with the physical. Yeah. Um, so I I doubt it, but do you think we would make it to the gauntlet? And if so, do you think we'd pass all five levels or where do you think you would meet your untimely death? I don't think I'd make it to the gauntlet. I certainly wouldn't make it to all five levels. I'd probably die on the first one. <laughs> I would probably die like reaching for the rope. Yeah. Um, I'm very short like Violet. So, you know, I definitely wouldn't make it across. I'd have to really run jump like Super Mario style. Um, but I'm more of like Super Mario before he eats the mushroom. Like I'm short. So I probably wouldn't make it across. I would probably die on the first first jump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't climb a rope. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, I so I would I could just either. fail right there, too. So <laughs> that would not save me. All right. But let's say we did make it across. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do we make it to threshing or do we meet an untimely death? I mean, I, I meet an untimely death. I don't make it to threshing. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm with you. I'm pretty sure I don't make it there either. But if for some miracle I do end up at threshing, I will be super psyched unless a dragon doesn't pick me. Yeah. So, but I will if I if I made it that far, I deserve that dragon. Do so. you think you would bond with the dragon or meet an untimely death? <laughs> I believe, or at least I would like to believe that I would bond with the dragon because this is why I entered the writer's quadrant. Um, and if I made it all that way, then you'd bet your ass I deserve that dragon. Yeah. So this is a fun thing. Let's do this. Let's say we do bonds. Let's design our dragons. Um, yes. All right. All right. So I'm going to go over a list of uh, the types of dragons in the world of Navarre for any of you out there who might be a little overwhelmed by the information or have not read the book and still want to listen. So there are quite a few types of dragons. Here are more details about the colors, tail types, and classifications of the dragons that you can find in the world of Navarre in Fourth Wing. So there are blue dragons, which are very large. They have knife-like spikes and are ruthless, especially the blue dagger tail, which is described as ruthless and vicious and doesn't comply with the laws. Um, it's also the rarest of the blues. Then there are red dragons, which should never be looked in the eye. Red sword tails, which are nasty when they're all riled up. And red scorpion tails, which are the quickest to temper. The black dragons, like Tarn, which Violet has. The black morning, morning star tail, rather, are the most rare and the biggest. They have the same bludgeoning power of a club tail with spikes that can eviscerate a person as well as a dagger tail. A dagger tail, rather. It's a killing machine is what they're considered. And they're the, one of the dra uh, deadliest dragons in all of the world of Navarre. They're also the smartest, most discerning. Green dragons are known for their keen intellect. They're the most rational and reasonable type of dragon. So that makes them the perfect siege weapons. And one should never back down from them. 
to approach them, you lower your eyes and you wait for their approval. Then there's orange dragons, which come in various shades of ap- from apricot to parrot. They're the most unpredictable and risky. And then there's brown dragons, which should not be shown trepidation. And golden dragons, which we know are feather tail dragons. Very little is known about them. But as far as we came to so far in half the novel, we know that they are younger dragons. So they can accidentally, if they do bond, they rarely do. But if they do, they can actually accidentally transfer their powers. Uh, to humans. So there you have it. That is okay. the list of the different colors and different types of the dragons. So now that we know that, uh, let's design ours, Alex. So what would your dragon be that you would want to bond with? I think I would, hopefully they would want to bond with me as well, but I think I would bond with a green dagger tail, a male, and I think his name would be Leaf, like Leaf Everton, but also like- Leaf because he's green. <laughs> I was going to say, or like a Leaf because he's green. I would try to go for the black Morningstar tail, um, although I would hope mine would have maybe like rose gold racing stripes. Right. You know, like <laughs> some kind of markings that <laughs> made made him pretty. Um, of course, I would want a girl with maybe rose gold eyes. And I would name her something like Talon, but I would spell it funky, like T-A-L-Y-N. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, just a fun thought. All right. <laughs> I don't think like you get to choose their gold, names. <laughs> well, that's what her name already Would is. Be. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you do bond with the dragon, can you stay on the dragon or do you meet an untimely death? (laughs) Untimely death. Uh, I will definitely not be able to stay on that dragon. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully, if I fell, I would, you know, get mercy from my dragon like Violet does from Tarn and I would be saved. But who knows? (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) I'm definitely falling, though. I know that. Yeah, I don't even think I'd be able to make it up the dragon to the saddle. But if I did, I don't think I would even stay on before we made it to flight. So nope. <laughs> I'm not built for this world. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're readers. Okay. We're probably, we probably belong in the scribe quadrant. Like, who are we kidding? Uh, but I'd want to be with the menders or healers. But Alex is like, no, I want to die. Um, no, I want to be with, that. I want to be a healer. I don't want to be a writer or a scribe. <laughs> oh, good. So you can heal me every time I come in, like, literally daily yeah um, not if you're flattened like a pancake if you're plummeting to your t- <laughs> all right uh so do you hey, live- don't forget i have my parachute i won't be that's true i'll be all right that's true that's a good point that's a really good point <laughs> all right <laughs> so do you live long enough to manifest a signet or do you meet an untimely death all right so i mean if i made it this far i i think i'll manifest it <laughs> I think I won't choose untimely death here, <laughs> but uh, mine would be kind of a combination of things. When I when we were thinking about this, I thought of Harry Potter and the Room of a Requirement, but I also thought of the movie The Matrix and how they upload and uh, go into a room that's filled with everything they could possibly need. So who needs a room when you can have hands a requirement? <laughs> um, you know, I could just take my hands and anything you need, boom, I can, you know, craft it. I can summon anything. Alex, you need a hairbrush? Oh, you've got your hairbrush? You didn't, <laughs> you didn't pack it in your pack? Boom. Here you go. <laughs> By the way, your hair looks, you know, it's looked like shit for weeks. Here's your brush. Um, <laughs> oh, there's enemies coming at me? Boom. I got a, I got a sword in my hands ready to go. You know, like I just think I can, you know, summon anything and and it'll mm-hmm. come and definitely help me because if I'm not dead at this point, I'm going to need it. So, okay. <laughs> what are you doing? So if I had a signet, if I if I live to manifest a signet, I think I would want something like mending or maybe like some type of empath uh, power. 
like reading people's emotions or something along those lines. Yeah, but wouldn't they take you out if you were reading people's emotions? No, they only do it if you're reading minds. I don't think reading emotions is that scary. Also, they might not know if I'm reading their emotions. The the mind reading was a little different because he... Mm they like start speaking out what the people are thinking. And once again, it's a security risk because you can get information. You're not really getting secure information from people's emotions. I might just be able to tell if, you know, you're feeling nervous for some reason. Why are you shaking in your boots over there, Jess? You got something, <laughs> you got something to hide? That Why are you trying to hide your man. emotions? <laughs> oh man. Well, listen, if they did come for you in any way, I got those hands. So <laughs> I, I can conjure up anything those you hands. need. I can conjure up anything you need. If, if you know, Professor Carr's running at you i'll be like oh, oh, here's, here's, here's a sword. you know you're hungry you need a snack but boom here's an apple thank you uh, all right so i think we we've determined that we we most likely would not get very far into the writer's quadrant however if we did we would have some pretty cool ass dragons and some pretty hell cool yeah. ass signets hell yes <laughs> yep definitely Anything else we want to talk about regarding uh, Fourth Wing? I mean, we have a really good discussion that's coming your way next Tuesday uh, when we finish the book. Um, Yeah. Not much really we could say now, but. Yeah. Just, yeah, I don't want to give anything away. I'm afraid I'll end up spoiling something. So just I'm really looking forward to our discussion on the end of the book. And I'm really looking forward to reading the sequel that comes out in November. I think November 7th it comes out. So we will be reading and reviewing that as well at the end of November. So I cannot wait. (laughs) Uh, When I was looking through reviews, I actually seen one that is exactly how I feel. And it was, I need the next book now. (laughs) And that's how I feel. So I will Ziploc that for next Tuesday. All right. (laughs) Ziploc yourself. Okay, everyone. So now we're going to transition into the cooking portion of our episode. We thought it would be fun to discuss some helpful cooking tips. For today, we're going to discuss healthy snacking tips and tricks. So for my healthy uh, snacking tips and tricks, (laughs) tips and tricks, uh, I recommend cacao. It comes in powder and nibs, N-I-B-S form. I recommend the brand Viva Naturals Organic. I get it on Amazon. I will put the link for you guys in our um, tray. And you could use it in a, in a multitude of ways. Um, so to give an example for each, if you're going to buy it as the powder, it tastes great if you're making shakes or smoothies. So you can uh, get all your fruits and veggies in, put them in the smoothie, uh, give yourself maybe like two tablespoons of cacao powder. If you put uh, put a protein powder in there, do that as well. You could add cinnamon, you could add cayenne, ginger, um, anything that could help uh, speed up your metabolism or give you other benefits. Add in a little bit of milk of choice. I prefer almond milk usually in these. Um, and then, you know, you blend it up. Want to put a little ice? You could. I love putting frozen fruit, particularly frozen mango and spinach. So Mm -hmm. it's just a healthy little way to get in some extra benefits. And if you look up cacao powder, it really does have a lot of good health benefits. And then quickly, if you do get cacao nibs, my favorite way to use that is to have a piece of toast, whatever toast you prefer. Um, You could even use like a, a rice cracker or something like that. Spread some almond butter or some peanut butter, whatever you prefer. But I like to do almond butter, slices of banana. I sprinkle the cacao nibs on top and some chia seeds and it's Mm. delicious and very healthy as well. And sometimes if I'm feeling creative, I'll do a little peanut butter with sliced apples Mm. um, with the cacao nibs on top. And I highly recommend. It's a good way to get some some healthy snacking. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So for me, if you are craving something salty or a little zingy, I recommend hummus with Triscuits. Triscuits uh, are pretty good if you get the whole grain ones. There's only, I think, three ingredients in them. They're they're really good for you. You just have a handful of them. You can buy store-bought hummus, but it's actually super easy to make yourself. All you need is a can of chickpeas, some tahini, and I think a, a little squirt of lemon juice. I think maybe half a lemon. It's really easy. You put it in the food processor and you have it ready in minutes. Also, you can spice it up however you want. I personally like to put in some minced garlic and of course, cayenne pepper. So, but you can make it however you want, get get fun with it. It's a really healthy and easy quick, salty treat. Um, And it's pretty filling as well. If you're craving something sweet. So when I have a candy craving, like if I want Sour Patch Kids or something like that, I will eat fruit. So usually berries are the best. I like blueberries because they can be sweet, but also a little tart. And they'll usually satisfy that sweet craving for me. So that's my little tip and trick. Do you have a tip for healthy snacking? that you find works well for you? If so, send us an email or reach out on our socials. If we test out your suggestion, we'll credit you and discuss the outcome in the future. So as you may recall, on Tuesday, we introduced the ingredient of the week, which was maple syrup. Inspired by our book of the month, Happy Place, we were each supposed to make something using that ingredient. So now we'll review that outcome. So I made it, they were, I I mean, I just call it this, but it doesn't really have a name, but it, maple soy chicken with rice. And basically, so I used to make this with honey and I decided to just mix it up and use maple syrup and see how it comes out. <laughs> and it actually came out really good. So I put in a little bit of maple syrup and I don't really have measurements for any of this. I just do it to taste. So you could do the same thing, whatever tastes right to you. But a little bit of maple syrup instead of honey, you could do it with honey as well, though. Some soy sauce, apple cider vinegar, garlic, onion ground ginger, paprika, some panko crumbs, a little bit of avocado oil. You cut the chicken up into small pieces, kind of like nugget sizes, and you mix them all together in a bowl, then air fry at 425 for about 20 minutes or until crispy and golden. Then for the rice, you add the soy sauce, vinegar, garlic, onion, ground ginger. Again, you can mix up these uh, spices however you want as well. I put in a tablespoon of avocado oil as uh, as well. And then you bring that to a boil, add a tape, put in the rice, cook the rice. Then when it's done, you add a tablespoon, give or take of maple syrup, top with peanuts and sesame seeds, and then serve the chicken over the rice. It is delicious. That sounds really, really good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a good uh, salty sweet combination. Which I love. Salty sweet is my favorite type of snack. (laughs) So for my recipe this week, Maple syrup made it easy to do my favorite. I make homemade granola. I make it right on the stove. All you do is you put a little coconut oil in a pan. You throw in maybe like two cups of old-fashioned oats. You get them really nice and toasty. What I like to do is just add the oats in. And then right after I do that, I add some sliced almonds, chopped walnuts. Then I pour a little bit of maple syrup in there, some cinnamon, a pinch of salt. I leave that on for maybe like eight to 10 minutes, depending on my toasty preference. So if you like it a little more toasty, leave it on a little longer, a little less toasty, take it off a little bit sooner. And then once it cools, you can add other things as well. Um, So you could add, like I like to add chocolate chips in there or crushed up chocolate. So it's a little salty and sweet. You could also, you're not limited to those nuts that I mentioned. I like to add dried fruit. So like dried cranberries, 
you could add um, some dried apricots or any any dried fruit that you like. I love dried black cherries. Delicious. Mm, yeah. And then, you know, of course, if uh, if you want to add other nuts too while you're toasting, it's just like you're roasting nuts in the oven. You could add any that, anything that you like. I also sometimes add pepitas, you know, like uh, pumpkin seeds or you can add sunflower seeds. So you could definitely get creative with it and you could definitely make it your own based on your preferences. But we find it delicious. You can even add it to cereal, like ha- have it as cereal, add a little milk in a bowl with some and it's pretty, pretty delicious. Yeah, that sounds so good. I got to try that. Yeah, I was definitely so thinking the uh, dried fruit. I was like, yeah, I have to throw some dried blueberries in there, some yeah. dried cherries. I got to try that. Yeah, That's even good. Creative to your preferences. Yeah. In like a bowl, a small bowl with oat milk for breakfast. Yes. Be amazing. Yes. I've used it like that before, too. Jackson loves it. Yeah. And it doesn't get like if you don't leave it on too toasty, it, it's still soft. So once it hits the milk, too, it's just like cereal. It's really yeah. good. Sounds really good. Oh, man. I got to try that soon. Oh, even um, I've done shredded coconut in it as well. Mm, yeah, yeah after definitely it do that. cools, you add things like that. Yeah, yummy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> do you guys have a recipe that you tried out that uses maple syrup? If so, let us know. And if we test out your recipe, we will post it on our socials and maybe feature it on an episode in the future. Let us know what you make. All right. So now, before we announce the winner of our Sassy Spatula Award, we're going to turn the podcast over to Jess's husband, Doug, for a manly minute or a Dougly Minute, or a Chug of Doug. We tried to get Alex's husband involved, but he's too shy. Maybe in the future. For now, here's a healthy Chug of Doug. And now, a healthy Chug of Doug. How are you fine people doing on this beautiful end of August day? Let's talk about summer and how horrible it is. If you like the summertime, I can only assume a couple things about you. You're either a child who's in school, a teacher someone who works in an office building, or you're a complete psychopath, which I think you're a complete psychopath because who likes walking around outside sweating, being sticky? It's a horrible feeling. Horrible. When you're, it's like you're getting out of the shower, but you're sticky. That's not nice. No one likes that stuff. You know who else are psychopaths? People who don't wear headphones in the gym. Nut jobs. Either you're very friendly and outgoing, which I am not, or you're just trying to figure out what people are doing so you could plot to kill them later as they walk home in the dark. But uh, what else, are, what else are you guys doing, huh? You're reading some books? I'm on fourth wing right now because this has been thrown in my face that I have to read it, which is actually pretty good. I'm not going to give my wife credit for throwing the book in my face, but you know, I'm going to pretend that I came up with it. Fourth wing was my idea. So you just so you people know, fourth ring, my idea. What else are we got going, guys? Uh, you know, just life in general, living. Have you gone to the gym today? Maybe, maybe not, you know? Think about it. You probably should go. Uh, That's probably all the time I got for today, but uh, you guys enjoy the end of August. And it's almost time for the best time of year, fall, also known as football season, you know? Bring you into winter with a little snow and Christmas, Santa Claus coming. Bring my son some Christmas presents, you know? But you guys have a good day. What about me? I don't get any presents? No, you get no presents. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Stay tuned for the next Manly Minute where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics. Okay, everyone. So before we go, we have the Sassy Spatula Award to give out. The word of the day on Tuesday was Donnie Brook. <laughs> Whoever used it correctly <laughs> the most during the previous episode will receive that, that award. And the award goes to Jess 
and Alex. This week we had a tie. So good job to both of us. Jess does get an extra point for using a previous word of the day, which was frangible. So way to go, Jess. All right. So do we want to give a speech at the same time? Like, I'd like to thank Donnie Brooke for existing and for coming up with that word. (laughs) I'd like to thank Donnie and his Brooke. (laughs) Next Tuesday, September 5th, we will be continuing our discussion on Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. So exciting. We'll be reading and reviewing the remaining chapters, chapters 20 through 39 during this episode and giving our final review and ratings on whether or not we would recommend it. Join us then for our thoughts on the book's conclusion and join us again on Thursday, September 7th for another party episode. And don't forget to mark your calendar for our next book of the month episode, which will air on Wednesday, September 25th. We'll be reading and discussing Karen Slaughter's critically acclaimed thriller, Pretty Girls. Oh, the pretty girls walk like like this. If you haven't read the upcoming books, but you'd like to head on over to the link in our bio and get a copy for yourself so that you can participate in the discussions with us. As an Amazon associate and member of other affiliate programs, we do earn from qualifying purchases. You don't pay anything extra, but if you do make a purchase using one of our links, we get a small commission. So we thank you for supporting us. For anyone who's just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so be sure to check out our socials for updates and bonus content. You can find us on Instagram at bookswithcooks underscore podcast, on TikTok at bookswithcookspodcast, on Twitter at bookswithcooks, and you can visit our website at bookswithcooks.wixsite.com. That's W-I-X-S-I-T-E. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can also email us at bookswithcooks at gmail.com. Give us a follow on Goodreads for our full book reviews at Jess Books with Cooks and Alex Books with Cooks. We'll include this information in our podcast bio. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. Now let's turn the page and put a fork in it because we're done with this one. of the day <laughs> okay so you know we got um might as well just get it the fuck out first <laughs> get it out of the way. okay it's time for the word of the day remember that we encourage our listeners to use these words in your daily conversations with us and with yourselves Okay, everyone. So now we're going to transition into the cooking portion. Portion. Okay, everyone. <laughs> okay, everyone. Now we're going to transition into the cooking portion of our <laughs> portion. Uh, oh, here's a preview of, of the manly minute. I'll go to the gym, asshole.
Oh, football's fun. We're going to oh. win the Super Bowl. Oh, look at my guns. I throw footballs over the mountains. <laughs> Stay swole. <laughs> oh, my fig tree neglecting. <laughs> Let me roll again. What? That's cheating. Oh, no, because you didn't see it. All right. And now fine. it's C. It's V. It's fine. Oh, all right. All right. So book genres with a V. Violence. That's not a genre. Is that a genre? <laughs> um, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Next, there is one. <laughs> male main characters with a V. <laughs> um, authors with a V. Come on, you. I, I, want v. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted oh. V. I just said it's cheating. But authors with V. Victor. <laughs> Violet. <laughs> Victor Violet. Final answer. <laughs> Bring me my slippers. <laughs> Um, <laughs> book titles. Viva for Vendetta. Ah, nice. I don't even know if that's a book. I just know it's a movie. Oh, might be a book. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Viva Las Vegas is good. Uh, female main character. Violet. Violet. Yeah. <laughs> and Venom. We don't know. There's a male and a female one. Yeah. Um, ethnic, ethnic foods. foods. Vietnamese. Oh, I thought we had to say the actual food. Yeah, we do, Alex, but I can't think of anything. Oh. Vietnamese, <laughs> Vietnamese chicken, okay? I don't know what it's called. I don't know the answer. <laughs> food truck foods. Venison? <laughs> venison? A venison stew? Hey, why don't you come try my venison stew? I don't know a single appliance or cooking tool either. I hate V. Um, breakfast hey, meals, there's hey, definitely hey, no V. All right, fuck V. 100% no. Appliances? A, vishva- a vishvasha. <laughs> Trying to kill me? Fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> you could... The, the violent blender. Stick your hand in. Stick your hand in, blender. <laughs> I, I, I want to be scribe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't belong here. I choose scribe. Um, actually, we would... We would be kicked out of the scribes because we don't know any of this shit. <laughs> All right, let's try it with a different letter, though. All right, start over. All right. Oh, you want to do a, a fake, another fake one? All yeah, right, that's fine. Yeah, just to get the flow. Yeah. No, now it's Z. Okay. A. a. Okay. Book, Book genres. genres. Adult, adult fiction. Fuck you. I was gonna say adult romance. All right. Well, male main character Azrael. Uh, Okay. Okay. Two different ones. Yeah. Authors. Um. Fuck. Oh. Damn. Uh, Alex Michaelades. Alex Astor. Two points. Yes. Two points. Gryffindor. Two points. Yes. Um. Book titles. Atlas shrugged. Yeah. Uh, uh. A good girl's guide to murder. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's right next to me. I'm such a cheater. Yeah. Book titles. We did that. Uh, yeah. Female main character. Um. Anne of Green Gables. I don't remember her last yes, name. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember either right now because we're under pressure. It's not even real. Yeah. Under pressure. I know. Uh, a, a character with an A? Come on, there's a million. I don't know. Pass. Ethnic foods. Uh, uh-huh. Avocado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apple strudel. <laughs> Fine. I have no idea. Pass. You're getting, you're getting canceled. Food truck foods, uh, apple, apple sauce. <laughs> anything with apple. Oh, actually, uh, apple pie egg roll. Rob's friend owns a food truck and he sells those and they're amazing, by the way. 
Um, apple pie egg roll. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. Their brownie ones are even better. Oh my God. I um, know. Cooking tools. Uh, a ladle. <laughs> a spatula. Um, <laughs> so cheating. Apple peeler. Oh, apple, apple peeler. Apple corer. Yes. <laughs> Appliances. Air fryer. Air fryer, bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pass. Um, breakfast cereals. Apple, Apple Jacks. Jacks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So it's better. This is with, super fun. Yeah. It's better this, with the normal letters. Okay. Too. The next letter is N. N. Okay. Book, Book genres. Genres. New with adult N. romance. Mm, new adult fiction. Okay. <laughs> Male main characters. Hmm. Nathan. Norton. From Norton, here's a who. Nice. Well, I just made mine up. I have no idea. Would you? Theater. <laughs> um, authors with an N. Authors starting with an N. Nancy Drew is not an author. Um, no, she is not. <laughs> Next. Is, is it Nat Cassidy or, or something like that? I can't remember her name. Yes. All right. Book titles. Nancy Drew. Yes. Uh <laughs> Why do I want to say Newfound Glory? That's a band. No, that's a band. <laughs> How about Norton Hears a Who? <laughs> that's a book title. Female main character. Nesta. Don't say Nancy Drew. Okay. Nesta. <laughs> From Akatar. Do you got to read Akatar? Oh, okay. <laughs> Erroneous. How about Naomi from the Meh series? <laughs> okay. I don't uh, know. Ethnic foods. Uh, noodles. Okay. Uh, naan. Who? Naan. It's Indian. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love naan. <laughs> yeah. Food truck foods. Nachos. Love them. I don't know. Nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. Nacho cheese. <laughs> Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Uh, cooking tools. Wow. We suck at this game. Yeah. You suck. Um, you guys, you guys suck. suck. I have no idea for cooking tools. Appliances. A napkin holder. <laughs> it's not an appliance. Oh. Are you an appliance? No, I'm a man. Uh, stove. <laughs> what kind of name is that? Stove. Uh, breakfast cereals. I hate the category of breakfast cereals. Nellogs. <laughs> special N. Um, I have Nutella no O's. <laughs> I don't know. I know like seven cereals, so I feel like this I know. Is... All right. <laughs> Next letter is C. C. Okay. Book genres. Um, contemporary fiction. Children's. Okay. Children's books. Male main characters. Cassian. Cassian is good. Caspian. Is that his name? Is that what you just from said? Shakespeare? No, I said Cassian yes, from Shakespeare. From, yes. Uh, I sang from Akatar. Again. <laughs> Authors um, with a C. Authors. Uh, Courtney Summers. Oh, that's good. Charles Dickens. Nice. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, book titles. Uh hmm. Cats in the Cradle. Is that just a song? I'm pretty sure it's a kid's book, too. Well, if you want to go to kids, uh, how about uh what's the big red dog's name? Damn it. What's his name? <laughs> it's with a C, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's Clifford. Clifford, yeah. The big red dog, yeah. That guy. Female main characters. Mm-hmm. 
Catherine from uh, the Vampire Diaries. Okay. And then I'm going Shakespeare again for some reason. Actually, I think she spelled her name with a K anyway. I don't know. Oh, actually, you're right. I think Kate spells her name with a K too. Well, no, I think, is it what to say? I don't know. I would, but I can't even, I can't even think of the name of the book anyway right now because I'm ri- ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Ethnic foods. Chinese food. Okay. Or Chinese, Chinese chicken. Two words. <laughs> There's no such thing as Chinese chicken. Couscous. Okay. Food truck foods. Corn on the cob. Yes, that's good. Caesar salad. Hmm. Cooking tools. Hmm. Cora, like something that cores. Oh, okay. Food. I don't know. All right. Appliances. A cooler. Cooler is an appliance? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I don't know about that. Um, coffee maker. Coffee maker is good. A chopper? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of a little appliance. Um, all right, breakfast cereals, Cheerios, checks, checks, checks nice, checks, yeah, checks. I think it's just checks. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I have no <laughs> like, idea who right. won. <laughs> I have no idea who won that, but that was pretty good. C was not bad. Uh, go Panthers and Cobras! Woo! Alex meant tongs, not tonsils. As you could tell, she used to take the short bus to school. La la la. Maybe Alex didn't take the short bus. Maybe it was me.